that kill, you can push that dope. Get yours, get yours, get yours. By any means. You can steer that wheel, hit the gas and go. Get yours, get yours, get yours. By any means. Hey everybody, welcome to the VA Podcast. This is your co-host James. Uh, with Jake. Hola, Senor James. Happy Friday. For those who don't know, uh, we're actually doing this podcast together in person right now. Yes, we are. Um, well, theoretically, this is our second time doing it. But, but this is actually the first because we can't talk about the first time because that would be us getting fired. Yes. I mean, not fired. I mean, uh, actually, yeah, fired. Uh, we, didn't do, we didn't do anything, though. We just, uh, we just did it together. But, um... Pause. Pause. But yeah, uh, let's talk about some sports Actually, today. Actually, no, let's talk about this. We talked about this last episode when I thought I lost my keys. Well, guess what? Oh, yeah, tell me your story, dude. I found them. Tell me where you found them. I found them in the... In the, um... Uh... Room in the kitchen where we work at. And they're inside this lockbox where other keys were. And I found it. Our co- My co... Our co... Mine. Our fuck. Our co-workers... Jar- jar- I was called almost called Jarvis James. Our coworkers Jarvis and Alex were there, and when I found it, I acted like I won the championship. He started screaming. Yep. Uh, Alex was telling me he started screaming like he won the championship, like yep. Jake said. And I jumped on Alex, and then he texted our boss in all caps. I found the mother. No, I said I, I said I found them. I should have said I found the motherfuckers. But, oh, we can't. Oh, shit, I can't say that word. Say what? We can't swear as much. Sorry for the swearing. We will probably stop doing that. What do you mean, very explicit? Yeah, but my dad's like, oh, you're swearing too much. I was like, Dad, no one listens to us. Hey, we have some listeners. We have some listeners. Yeah, we have some, but... We get up to about, like, 90s the most we've ever had before. 98. We want to get that 100 spot. We need to get that 100 spot. So, you know, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your dog about us. BA Podcast. But yeah, let's, let's get it started. Um, the Sharks are on a buy right now. So, for those who don't know what a buy is, they're not playing this week. Ah, that's what a buy yeah. means. But they are playing next week. Oh, they're actually fifth. playing... I think they're playing Saturday. No, they're playing the, they're playing the fifth. Uh, let's... I think they're actually... No, I think you're wrong. They're playing the fifth. I, Sharks. I Sharks versus Coyotes. And that is... Oh, yeah, you're right. No, tomorrow, 7.30. So you're wrong. Again. I had to prove you wrong again. So they play against the Arizona Coyotes. As James is looking at it. You can't see what James is doing right now. Cause you, you, know, you do... This is wrong. But it's... This is wrong. No, it's not. This is wrong. Sir. Well, you know what? Fuck Bleacher Report then, because that's where I looked on. Yeah, Bleacher what their next game good. was. Yeah, they Fuck played tomorrow against the Arizona, as the announcer calls them, the Desert Dogs. That's Coyotes, but they call them the Desert Dogs. I like that. I like that Yeah, name. it's a better name than the Coyotes. Yeah. Arizona, desert Dogs. Arizona Desert Dogs? Kind of sick. They used to be called the Phoenix Coyotes. Well, yeah, so but, they play, what, tomorrow, 7.30, and then... What I have them playing as they have it. Uh, they play uh, February fifth against the Jets. The Winnipeg Winnipeg Jets, not the New York Jets. For those who don't know. Yeah, for those who don't know hockey. Yeah. Explain it a little more, to you guys. But yeah, I don't have anything else to talk about during Sharks. Uh, oh, there was a trade today. This doesn't have anything. Oh, actually, yeah. Doesn't doesn't have anything to do with the Sharks per se. A little hockey talk though. What's going on? Yeah. So let me go to and I'm, let me find the trade rumor site that I always go on. Let's see here. All right, so the Pittsburgh Penguins and Florida Panthers completed a completed a four-player swap today, which is trade for those who don't know. Uh, in the trade, the 
Penguins have traded Derek Brassard, um, Riley Sheehan, next year's second round pick, and a two and two fourth round picks this year to the Panthers for Nick Bustad and Jared McCann. That's a lot of picks. That's three picks. Yeah, but hockey it doesn't really doesn't really matter. How many how many rounds are there in the draft in hockey? Yeah, seven. Seven like the NFL draft. Yeah, there used to be like a ton more, but. They switched it. But yeah, so the there's basically a salary dump for the uh, Panthers, I believe, because those two players are... Actually, no. As it says here, neither team would be retaining any salary. So it wasn't a salary dump. I was wrong there. But what this does do is it allows the Panthers to have a bunch of more bunch more cap space for next offseason when they're expected to go after two Columbus Blue Jackets who are going to be... Unrestricted free agents this two? year too. Two of them. Two of them. Who are they? Sergey Bobrovsky. Fuck. Sergey Sergey Bobrovsky. Yeah. Who's a goalie from Russia. Okay. And Artemi Panarin. Interesting. Who I believe is from Russia as well. Um. Let's see. He is from. Why are they going after those two guys? Corkino, USSR. So Russia. What was that? Why were they? Why are they going for those guys in particular? Artemi Panarin this year. He's a pretty good. Left winger, he has fifty-seven points this year, twenty goals, thirty-seven assists. Jesus, um, in like fifty in forty-eight games. Last year he had eighty-two points, uh, with twenty-seven goals, fifty-five assists. Twenty sixteen when he was twenty-five, he had twenty he had thirty-one goals, forty-three assists, seventy-four points. In his rookie season when he was twenty-four, he had thirty goals and forty-seven assists for seventy-seven points. So he basically averages around seventy-five, eighty points per year. Which is a point per game, which is pretty good. He's gonna he's gonna get a big uh, contract. Um, he only signed for seven years next year because he's a free agent. You can sign players to eight year deals if they're on your team when they become an unrestricted free agent. But since he's gonna be, you know, a free agent who's not resigning, he can yeah. only sign for seven years. Okay. Expect he's probably gonna get like a seven year, like nine million per year. And Sergey Bobrovsky, the other player that are looking at, is a goalie, and he's one of the when he's right. He's one of the best goalies in the NHL. Um, I believe he's won a couple. Yes, he's won two Vesna trophies, which is means Vesna is like the best, uh, best goalie. goalie. Yeah, best goalie in the year. He's won two of those. Nice. Uh, this year he's been struggling a little bit, but for the most part in his career, um, he's played mostly for the Blue Jackets. Been seven years there. Uh, he's gone 195, 195 wins out of 343 games. So that's about. That's over 500. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Um, in his first... Wait. In his first Vesna Trophy year, he went... Wait, that's kind of weird. What does it say? Oh, no, never mind. That was a lockout year. Because he only played 38 games. That's so like, how the hell he oh, won okay, Vesna? Okay, okay. He only played 48 games that year. But usually, his uh, career... His his best years, uh, save percentage-wise, is 931, which is like Steph Curry's free throw percentage which right. is pretty good uh so he's usually around 920 say percentage per year which is like top i believe one of the top percentages in the nhl of the last couple of years i don't okay. know exactly but he's pretty good there so he's um, a pretty solid goalie then yeah he's a, when he's right he's one of the, he's probably when he's right he's a top five goalie what easily. do you mean when he's right what do you like when he's not like when he's not help, injured oh okay 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 he has some injury concerns but goalies, you, goalies don't play every game. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like catcher for baseball. 
you can't you it's could strain, play every right? game but yeah. that's like wanna, you want to kill your knees yeah that's yeah, like exactly. not gonna happen because yeah. usually like goalies play like 55 like the top tier starters play like 55 to 63 games 65 games a year what's the starting goalie's name for sharks martin jones he plays around 65 goals yeah. games per year i mean because like we were talking about it last time dell played like uh four games out of right right now so yeah really like you said relatively they play a lot of games still but yeah it's like they, they need those rest those rest games for sure yeah there's also a stat like where i believe there's only been one goalie who's won the stanley cup in a year from when he's played more than 65 games in a season so I guess it's like the wear and tear, they don't want that to happen as much. So good teams usually have their players play like a th- like two-thirds of the season, like 54 games, and the backup, if he's good enough, plays 27. That's what you usually want. Uh, but he gets injured sometimes. But like his injuries aren't like catastrophic injuries. They're like minor injuries. Yeah, where he misses. Like minor yeah. setbacks. Yeah, yeah, he misses like two, three games here. Yeah. But he doesn't miss like 15 in a row or anything like that. He's happens like wear and tear. It's like of catchers, like – Usually the best catchers play like 130 games at catcher. Right. For Buster Posey, like he plays like he used to play that much, but now he plays like 105 because he had knee surgery, yeah, knee surgery like yeah. hip surgery. He's probably can play even less than that this year. Play, but play him at first. Yeah, he's playing at first. Yeah, he's so like at, first. Yeah. at goalie, you can't really just play him at right wing because he's not a right <laughs> winger. But you can like you just have him sit down, watch the game for a little bit. Yeah. They usually don't have you usually don't have your starters sit out more than one game in a row, um, unless it's like. Unless he's like not feeling well, if he's injured or he's been overworked, right. usually okay. they have like and usually they they map out who's gonna play what before the season starts, so they know what teams are like lackluster. So right. They, like okay, we can put our backup in here, but when we play the good teams, we need their starter to play, so right. we should yeah. get them enough. Makes rest sense. That makes sense. Yeah. He's not, yeah. That makes sense. Barring that, there were no injuries prior to those listings, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, let's moving on uh, to some Warriors talk. Um, two games this week. Uh, first game was against the Indiana Pacers. The the score was uh, uh one thirty two Warriors, a hundred Pacers. So it was a pretty big beatdown. Um, just to start off, I mean Victor Oladipo wasn't playing that game. He got hurt prior to this game. He's out for the season. He's out for the season. Uh, he tore a ligament in his quad. E, kind of sucks, but um, prayers up to that guy. But um, this game uh show you some t- stats and some things that we were talking about. Uh, Boogie had twenty two, the most I think. His highest he's had since playing with the Warriors so far. He's played. Yeah, it was a season high. He's played uh, seven games now. Six in the road. Our first home game was actually yesterday, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, fuckers. Uh, he had twenty-two, six and four. He almost got injured during the Pacer game. He like, got undercut and like he like hurt his he like it looked like he hurt his knee, but he got up uh, a bit gimpy. But he played the rest of the game. He was fine. Uh, Steph had uh, twenty-six, six and three. Pretty good, and uh, Clay had a. Pretty big dunk that game. So he likes to dunk now, you think? I mean, he can dunk. I just haven't seen him dunk as much as he's done. But I also have easily. a question for you, though. What? Is Clay back? I believe he's back. Yeah. Re- recurring theme, because, you know, people always like to say, is, is he back yet? I think he's back. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. And again, uh, our boy, uh, our beloved Kevon Looney's playing well. Uh, he had 15-5-2 coming off the bench, because obviously DeMarcus Cousins is starting now. But he has a... Uh, a great job coming in, um, and playing playing great defense also, and talk about last night's game. It was a Warriors, Sixers game. A Warriors lost one hundred four. Sixers one thirteen. Some highlights of the game. Steph is a catch and shoot god. 
Yeah, he's a pretty good shooter. That that and one that he had? Yeah, he's pretty good at it. When Jiji Reddick just caught his arm and he still switched it in? Yeah. He's pretty good. It's been known that Steph is just a god, obviously a god shooter. But I mean, come on. Like, come on. Like, come on, Jake. Yeah, like, come on. Pause. You know? Uh, he had 41 last night. He had uh, four, four rebounds, six assists. Uh, Katie had 25, four and four. Kevin Looney had a dunk last night. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's he had really a, he had a, he had a monster dunk. He uh, put his nutsack on uh, Steph Curry's face. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, his foot. Yeah, I uh, got traded because of that. <laughs> uh, Kevon had a fourteen five zero assist though, but he had two steals and two blocks. Uh, th- that game, again, playing well off the bench. Um, the Warriors were up at halftime. But uh, the third quarter was not our quarter, which it usually is. The uh, Sixers dropped 42 points in the third. We also have news. Not good. Steph Curry sold his Alamo mansion. Oh, he finally did, huh? For how much? I, don't know. I didn't know he sold it. Oh, it was, uh, I didn't know he was selling it. I guess he's. I think. I guess he just sold it because he's moving. Yeah, he moved a while ago. To where? I forget. Like, but he was living in Alamo. Yeah, now he's like probably. I went to his house once. He's, where's he at now? I forget. Look it up. Ask him, look it up on Google. I don't think he's going to tell us where. I mean, I've drove to his house, like up to his driveway in Alamo. Hmm. Maybe my, he's moving next to Draymond. My boy Matt Lorenz uh, showed me where it was at. Maybe he's moving next to Draymond. E40 lives near us, near me. Yeah. For those who don't know, Ugh. we're in uh, I can't do E40. We're just gonna say it. We're in Blackhawk right now. That's where yeah, E40. we're in Blackhawk, you know. That's where that's where E forty lives. Yeah, we're in the projects of Blackhawk. That's so. where uh, this is where uh, Gary Payton used to live too. He moved. And out. Larry Allen lives here too. And Dwayne Kyber lives up the street. Interesting. Yeah, you ever say and Joe up? Morgan used to live right over there. You ever say what's up to him? And John Mann used to live up there as well. You ever say what's up to them? Who? Any of those guys that you're talking about? I saw E forty a couple times. You ever say what's up to him though? Like you ever gone up to him? He's like, "Hey, what's up, E forty? Not. You ever gone to his house? Happened, during, you ever gone to his house during Halloween and asked for an iPod? I driven by his house. I haven't gone the. Ho- I haven't been out on Halloween like in ten years. Well, I mean, when you were younger, you ever do that? He's like, well, I did, no, like I didn't know that. The fuck? Yeah, I didn't do that. I did see him. I did see E forty once at Safeway. Oh yeah. I was wearing my Durant uh, sweatshirt I have in my closet. He's E forty looked at me, pointed, and put his finger up, and I said, "Hell yeah!" I said, he like, yeah, I gave him a little. I gave him the nod. Okay. For some reason. There's a there's a thing from Larry, there's a Larry David thing he talks about like on the show Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. He's like, every, he's like every time I see a black guy, I just give him the nod. <laughs> like I don't even know why. <laughs> so I was like, give him the nod. That's what I felt like in that. All right, I like that. Yeah, E40. 40. I can't even do E40. That was a Migos. That was a Migos thing. I don't know what you're talking. I, do I don't E40. know what you're doing there. I can't do E40. Shout shout out to E40 though. Ooh. Is that, is that good? But yeah, the Warriors lost. Like I said, uh, to set their home stand, not good. Uh, it was getting we were getting closer towards the end of the fourth quarter, with like minute fifty left, and then JJ Redick just decided to steal the game with a dagger three to kill our hearts. Uh, that pretty much sealed sealed the win. Uh, Embiid had a twenty for twenty game, twenty and twenty game. He had twenty six and twenty rebounds. Uh, Simmons also had twenty six games. I mean twenty six games. Jesus, he had twenty six points. Excuse hmm. me. Uh, but I'd like to bring this up. After the game, I... I oh, yeah, I have something to say about Ben Simmons. 
Yes. I was reading like this thing on Twitter that this guy's like, Ben Simmons against the Warriors defenders went five for six, six for six, and six for seven. I was like, yeah, because he's shooting layups. It's not impressive. He's not shooting 30-foot jumping threes. He's like, yeah, you went, look what he did against the Warriors defense. Like, yeah, it's easy when you dunk and layup all the time. It's nothing impressive. Jimmy Butler didn't even play Jimmy Butler was like, I think... He didn't even play that well that game last night either. Yeah, he had like zero points in the first half, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he had like yeah. I'm gonna look it up. But um Shit. Yeah, to Jake, maybe the fourth quarter when we were down like ten points, I was like, Yeah, not a, not a great game, let's start at home again. No. And then later he texts me. He goes, This is this is quote unquote, this is what Jake said. Well here's the stats. Jimmy Butler went Jimmy Butler went three for twelve with seven points, nine rebounds and six assists. So he had a good floor game. But it was usually it was mostly re- Embiid and Reddick and Landry Shamit apparently was yeah, the guy. I think he's their bench player. He was good. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Jake goes, quote unquote, Steve Kerr coached like a bitch tonight. Yeah, he coached like a bitch tonight. And then I asked him to explain to me, and I want him to explain to our listeners now. Explain yourself. Right. So I said he coached like a bitch tonight because he did. But here's my two last reasons. night. He basically like whatever like last, a bitch night. last night. Here's here's why. One. When Looney was getting absolutely manhandled by Joel Embiid, DeMarcus Cousins, they had like a minute restriction to DeMarcus Cousins. For 24, like 24 minutes. 24 minutes. At that point, he was at like 16 or something. Yeah. But here's what you do. Here's what, well, here's what Steve Kerr did. He kept Looney on Embiid, even though it wasn't working at all. He's getting bullied and bullied and thrown away like trash. Well, DeMarcus Cousins still had enough minutes left in the game that he could play. I would have gone to DeMarcus Cousins earlier to play him against Embiid, especially when, like, you don't have him play the whole entire game, obviously. Right. You have, him pl- when, you have Looney out there, but when you see Looney struggling, you say, after, like, two possessions, you're like, okay, maybe we should get DeMarcus Cousins back in. Or maybe try, like, Marcus Derrickson or someone other than, who's, like, a little bit stronger. Because Looney, let's be honest, he's not, the, he's not the most strongest, he's not the strongest player in the league. He doesn't look. Really, he's not really sh- that strong. Yeah, and Embiid's pretty strong guy. And he's, like, he's a big ass dude. Yeah, Embiid's a monster. He's bigger than Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, I would. Yeah, but here's the thing though: Demarcus Cousins can, can slow him down. Exactly. Looney was, it was it was like, Looney like guarding other people, great. But he just it's not a good matchup with Embiid. Yeah, there's literally not that many good matches with Embiid, but you have probably the best matchup that you're gonna have, which with, is Cousins. But you had him on the bench. I understand having him on the bench for like a couple minutes, so you get some sort of rest. Yeah. But when you see Looney keep getting beat up, possession after possession, maybe you go to the, you go to the Marcus Cousins a little bit earlier. Maybe instead of the 24 minute restriction, you let him play like 25, 26 minutes. So I don't think he's gonna play. if he plays 26 minutes after 24, he's not gonna like. You would hope, but he may. But he's not gonna like tear his Achilles because he played twenty six more, two more minutes than we was supposed to. He's supposed to, yeah. Like I would have gone earlier to that. Yeah. And also, there's times where Kerr could have gone up and you know got a technical from the refs because there's some bad calls in that game, especially the one when Dram when uh Demarcus Cousins went down the lane, got hit twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kerr wasn't Kerr didn't do anything. He was sitting there. There was the travel they missed when T.J. McConnell came in from the left side. Uh, he's gonna like he does he did like the Steve Nash thing where Steve Nash used to do this all the time where he gets the ball from the three point line, dribbles into the paint, goes in a couple circles looking for yeah. a lob. Just keeps on going yeah. around and around. He goes to like in a, in a circles looking for a lob to like Embiid. But there's a point where he was doing that where he lost control by himself, got it back and took like an extra step, which was a clear travel. They didn't call it. They made the shot anyway. Kirk could have done something there. 
There's also the play where I believe it was in the fourth quarter. There's a loose ball on the right, on the left hand side, on the Warriors side. Uh, Curry was going to get it, and basically, what's his name? Jimmy Butler, like, forearmed him and, like, yeah. pushed him away to the ground, which you can clearly see his forearm go out. Forearm shiver. Can't have the arm go out, you know? Yeah, you can't have that happen, but it did happen. Obviously. So they could have. That, that was a foul. They should have called that a foul. They didn't. That's when, when you see Steph on the ground, I don't care even if he's wrong. If, I don't care if you're wrong or not. If Steph Curry gets shivered to the ground, the coach has to at least tell the ref something. Not just stand there. Or not just sit there, actually, because he wasn't standing. Sit there on the bench and not do anything. Right. Like, you don't get a technical after one. Like, let's, let's say, like, only one of those things happened. I understand not getting technical for that. Like, not going after the right, refs. Right, right, right. But after three times, not doing nothing. You have to do something. Gotta say something. Like if like, I believe this. If Kerr went out and just like in a post game pre- press conference and just blasted the refs about how Curry's not getting any foul calls, he would be treated like James Harden is now. But since Kerr has never done that, I don't think once, Curry doesn't get as many free throws as he should. And if Even he, though he doesn't like really necessarily need them, he doesn't need them. But but he's not getting helps. calls that he needs. Yeah. yeah. Like he should be getting. Like with Harden, he gets like 25 free throws a night. Like I remember he scored 61 points last week. Yeah, he had like 25 free throw attempts. Yeah, I looked at his stat line. He's like, he's 5 for 20 from 3. Like, how the hell does he have 61 points? And I saw free throws. Like, oh, that's 20, how. He made 22 out of his 25 points. I was like, oh, that's why he has that many points. So it's like a 40-point 40, 40 game. Yeah. But so yeah. That's, when, that's why I thought Curry didn't have his great, greatest night last night. They didn't have Clay Thompson because. He, he had a sickness. He, was he had a sickness, which was kind of. Kind of weird. Yeah, you know, I don't think, you know Clay. Well, we don't know Clay, actually. But maybe he had too much to drink or something, or maybe a bad He's an meal. all-star. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Maybe he had a bad meal or something, but yeah. he got sick, like, 90 minutes before the game was going to start. So they didn't have him, which hurts. Yeah. But a Kirk could really late scratch. Yeah, yeah, but Kirk could have done a much better job than what he ended up doing. Yeah. Which I mean, wasn't McKinney really filled the role. I mean, he didn't do that bad, I don't think. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's, McKinney's he's not, not. He's not Clay Thompson, yeah. exactly. McKinney's good, though, but... I mean... Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the Warriors play the Lakers uh, Saturday. It's going to be an interesting game. We'll talk about it a little bit more later. But let's move on to some uh, college basketball, respectively, the, 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 the colleges that we go to. Uh, St. Mary's plays Saturday. They play USF, who who, who we have already lost to. That was our first league game. Uh, we have this guy named Frankie Ferrari. Oh, I know. I heard yeah, about that guy. He's, really, he's a really good shooter. Um, our guest today, we'll tell you about that later. Wait, who's on? What team is he on? Uh, USF. Frankie Ferrari. Frankie Ferrari. That's yeah. a sick-ass name. Pretty cool name. He's an Italian, no? You know? Oh, really? Yeah. Um... One of our guests actually played with another guy on the uh, USF team. I'm trying to find out uh, his name. Where is it? Let me go through this. Team. Oh yeah, he played with uh, Jordan Ratino. Michael Jordan? No, Jordan Ratino. <laughs> I I guess that's what who Judge played with before. But yeah, uh, somewhat a rough season for the, for the Gales. Lost uh, three starters I'm looking and uh, at, a key bench player. I'm looking at USF's lineup, and you can tell who who are the guys who don't play at all. Yeah? You just tell. There's this guy named... Actually, I don't want to give out his name, because it's kind of mean to do, but he's like 5'11", and like, he doesn't play. 
And you can tell by just how they look. He's better than you, though. Demi- Dimitri uh, Renui? Then the Gales are now uh, 13 and 7. Damn. 13 and 7? Usually they're like 18 and 2. Like, I, I literally just told us that we lost three starters this year. I know, but usually you say you're not as good and, like, not as good this year. Like Yeah, we're, like, be... not as good as this, like this yeah, year. Yeah, like, we... past seasons. Like, I would think, like... Like, the past few seasons, we had, we've been really pretty good, you know? Yeah, usually for, like, bad for... Cal... Bad... Almost like Cal State is bad. Bad for St. Mary's is, like, after 20 games, is like, 16 and 4. So, I was like, that's yeah. what I thought they were, but... Yeah. 13, 13 and 7. 13 and 7, yeah. Interesting. Uh, I mean, but we do have some key players who still play pretty well. Uh, Malik Fitz, our uh, power forward, Ooh. our point guard Jordan Ford. USF's pretty good. Yeah, they are pretty seventeen good, and yeah. four. They're pretty good. And my boy uh, Tanner Krebs. Shout out to that guy. Who's that? It's one of my friends. The basketball team. Hmm. Portland. Jesus. But uh, get it together. Zero and eight, seven and sixteen. Yikes. Who are you talking about? Uh, Portland. Yeah, Portland. Like the them, they're they're yeah. trash. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had a friend. Of, I had a friend who goes to Portland. Right now? No, she graduated last semester, but. But yeah, let's talk about uh, Jake's school, uh, Cal State yes, Bay. We, yeah, we. They finally lost at home last yesterday. I looked it up this morning. Yeah, I didn't watch. I've been. The, I didn't even know they like had a basketball team. They're pretty good, actually. Yeah, they were fifteen and three last time we talked about it. Now they're fifteen and four. I believe yeah. they're eight or nine and one at home. They're nine and one now. The last, yesterday was their first home loss. They played uh, Cal State San Bernardino. The score was uh, seventy four San Bernardino seventy three Cal State East Bay. And they also play tomorrow. They they play uh, Cal Poly Pomona. Pomona. Nice. They race second. So here's their okay. Their seventy one. Sorry about that. We almost had a call from Daniel, my friend. I'm gonna tell his ass not to do that again. Uh, uh, sixteen four in the year, four eleven and two at home. They're twenty second ranked in their conference or like their league, so that's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good. Um, but yeah, let's move on to some other new things. Let's get our guest on here real quick. And yeah, yeah. All right, so we're back. Uh, got our uh. Our guest speaker on for the very first time. Guest speaker. Uh, our boy Justin Samra. Hey, how's it going, everyone? What's up, man? Tell yourself, tell uh, tell your friends, tell everybody about yourself right now, dude. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm uh, I, I go to Long Beach State University currently. You know, uh, friends with James Lagrama uh, and Spencer Wood and uh, those guys. Shout out Spencer Wood. Um, Went to Doherty Valley High School in San Ramon, California. You know, I'm just, I'm just ready to get going on this podcast. Yes, yes, yes. It was your birthday yesterday, was it not? Absolutely. Dude. My 21st birthday. Big, yo. big old 21st birthday, dude. Happy birthday, dude. Good birthday present. Thank you. Happy, happy birthday. It, yeah, you know. So, um, let's talk about some basketball. You're a big basketball fan. Did we just talk about basketball? Big time basketball. Big time basketball. Yeah, man. big time basketball fan. Or oh, back up to basketball. Yeah. But, yeah, let's talk about uh the big thing that happened this week. Uh. Anthony Davis requesting for a trade. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? You no, know, wasn't. I mean, it wasn't really a shock. Uh, I feel like it's it's been in the works for a while. He's just formally requesting it, but it's interesting to see uh, what's 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 going to happen in the next week. You know, before the trade deadline. Yes. You so you yeah. you do think he's going to get traded before the trade? Do you think he's going to be traded before the deadline? Uh, I mean, it's tough. I think the only way that they should do it and what I think that they're going to do, 
um, Dempster GM, uh, he's come out and said, you know, they, they want they want a great package uh, if they get it before the deadline because if they wait till after, then they can start negotiating with the Celtics, and hopefully that'll drive the price up. Right. Uh, so I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen unless the Lakers end up. I mean, giving up already, everybody, right? The farm for him, but yes. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, because there there has been hypothetical trades where that's been what Lonzo Ingram, Kuzma, and Zubak, right? And, and a first, and a first, yeah, and a couple first round picks, which doesn't mean really anything. Cause yeah, the first, I mean the first won't mean anything, you know. Right. At the end of the day, it's just icing on the top. But I mean, I think I think the way this is going to happen is it's going to come down to a bidding war between the Celtics and the Lakers over the off season in the. Uh, in the off season. I think oh, that's what it's going to end up okay. coming to. So you're thinking he's getting traded in the off season, not before the deadline. Uh, yeah, I think that's what ends up happening. Because I, I mean, I don't see how he plays next year. That, that just wouldn't make a whole lot of sense for the Pelicans. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I'd say the chances are about less than ten percent that he gets the free agency. I, I think he'll definitely get traded. Okay. But do you think the Knicks have a chance of acquiring him? No. I mean, what can they offer him? Not anymore, they right? Already, they yeah, already yeah. gave their most valuable piece of, yeah, for, nothing. you know, to, I mean, the Knicks' main target's going to be, it has to be KD at this yeah. point. I mean, you open up those max slots for this year in free agency, you know? Um, maybe, I, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. KD and yeah, Kyrie in, in in New York? Kemba. What was, uh, what, what was that? Maybe Kyrie and KD? I mean, or Kemba I Walker? I think it's far fetched. I'd say, if Kyrie's not, I mean, which, cra- which is crazy now to think, but if Kyrie's not going to L.A., I think he's probably going to end up staying in Boston. I mean, yeah, probably. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I don't know, man. The New York trade was pretty risky for them. You know? Yeah. They really think they're going to land. It has to work. It has to work. one of the worst trades ever. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was uh, – I was just thinking about it. I mean, they have to they have to tank properly the rest of the season. They gotta get they gotta get Zion or John Morant or something. Yeah. You know, in order for this trade to really make sense. And they have to sign at least one max guy. One season. yeah, one max guy. That's that's literally yeah. who's who's worth it. And it's either gonna be Yeah. It has to be Katie. I don't think it has to be one of the elite max guys, not yeah. like yeah, exactly, Tobias Harris. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They can't they can't be messed up with a bad contract again. I mean, they've already been burned by that so many times they just that can't happen yeah know? otherwise they're really screwed for a while yeah cool yeah definitely yeah. oh maybe Kawhi in new york we'll see you have to get one of the max, uh, the max. i mean i don't how, think so how though Kawhi gonna leave you know if they yeah. get to the let's say they get to the conference championship or even the finals you know like that would be pretty that'd be pretty crazy i think if he left even though you know rumors already wants to come to la he bought right. that house even though it wasn't even close to staple center but <laughs> i mean yeah i don't know uh we'll see i think i think he ends up staying in toronto honestly uh, all right all right i like that i like that i like that take uh our other co-host jake here was telling us maybe the the bucks are uh, a dark horse candidate for 80 I mean, if i was the bucks i would try you to think you so i don't know man it's like a year Is i it mean a year rental I and then chris middleton it, i like, I don't think giving so, up dude. a guy like Chris Middleton, I mean, Chris Middleton's a perfect role player, you know, for a championship-building team. So, I mean, it'd be tough to give him up. I mean, obviously, having AD and Giannis would just be... I mean, that'd be, that'd be uh, freaking insane. Give up Brogdon. <laughs> and, like, one of their... Brogdon, Middleton, and what? Thonmaker. Thon- 
I mean, but Brogdon and Middleton, I think those are two guys like you need, especially because Giannis can't. You know, he hasn't shown that he can shoot yet. Right. You know, so you need those. You need those at least that threat of shooting. You know, I mean, I guess Giannis would kind of be the facilitator and just have you know eighty outside. I mean, it'd be it'd be an interesting dynamic for sure. I think it could work, but I think. I wouldn't personally trade Middleton just now, just because you don't. Know, I mean, he's only been getting better since. His yeah, I mean, he's an All Star this year, yeah. so that's pretty good for him. He had a pretty good night last night too, against the Raptors. Yeah, but um, let's talk about some other things. Obviously, Clay's a free agent after this this next season, mm-hmm. and with the uh, talks of AD coming to LA, and the Warriors. Maybe not giving the max. Do you think he takes his talents to LA? I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time seeing that, honestly, especially from what we've heard and what kind of has been going on lately from the Warriors. I mean, especially if Clay gets his fourth NBA championship this year, you know, if he gets paid enough, I think he'll stay. I think the only way this gets really ugly is if they really lowball him and like it's like an offending offer almost. Yeah. Um, you know, if he gets anywhere close to the max, I mean, Clay is Clay isn't uh, he isn't that uh, profound about his money, I guess. And none of the Warriors guys really are. I mean, I'm sure they want to get theirs, but I, I can't. It's tough for me to see him in LA. Right? Yeah. Uh, Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, honestly, if we want to take that hypothetical, which would be pr- which would be. Well, you said Middleton and Brogdon. Yeah, that's what Jake right? said. Yeah, yeah, Middleton and Brogdon, and they brought in AD, and they somehow because that would probably clear up a max spot. I'm not exactly sure about their salary cap, but if it created another max slot, I mean, Giannis, AD, and Clay would be pretty. That'd be pretty insane. That'd be that would be but, fucking insane. That's a squad for sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that would that would be. I mean, that's that's a pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good hypothetical there. I mean. I don't know if that would happen, but I think that that would be pretty interesting for sure. Yeah, you're not lying. You have another team. Yeah, you have another team for AD? Kings. For AD? You, you think? I don't think it's going to happen. But n- absolutely not. I but know. What's your, uh, yeah, I don't know. Which, what which, is your... What is your... have? The Kings assets or the Lakers? De'Aaron Fox? There, there's I no way the Kings are giving those guys up, though. I understand. I know. I'm not, I'm not the, saying... The, the Lakers, I feel like those guys are more... I mean, they're good. But I feel like they're more expendable than to give yeah, up for them. I know the Lakers, they're gonna do that. Really but I was those yeah, in there. the Lakers they for sure can give up all those guys. I like my Bucks more. The Bucks thing I saw. Yeah. Than the Kings. I mean yeah. that Buck that Bucks situation would automatically make them. I think like clear cut. ADN. Yeah, like, that, that's clear cut. They're going to the NBA team. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 for sure. They're going. That, that would be like that would be insane. It'll be it'll be a nice good four game series against the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, today some uh, some other news. Let's uh, move on from that. But um, obviously, before the season started, Kyrie told he 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 <laughs> He's like, he yeah. went out and told they a- they asked him <laughs> they asked him Are you gonna resign? And he said, Yes, I'm committed to to Boston. And he comes out today and he goes and he and he's asked today. What you, what someone what someone asked him? Are you gonna stay? He goes. I don't owe anyone. I don't shit. owe anyone shit. <laughs> he yeah. says that. Did you and, see the full the full video clip? I did not see the re- the full video clip. I know. It was, I, think, I think it was I think it was a little out of context. Yeah, it was, it was, a little it bit. was incredible. <laughs> I, yeah. Fucking, but uh, what are your thoughts on this though? 
Is is the is the Braun Kyrie reunion like? I feel like I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. But like this, happen. like this, the NBA is just I mean, so good about this. Like all this talk, it just yeah. you know get, it just gets you going. But I mean, is it really gonna happen though? I mean, I I have a tough time just because it's so ugly how he left Cleveland. Like I don't know. I mean, yeah. it would be pretty crazy. Obviously, like he kind of called and I guess made up with LeBron recently. So yeah, I mean, right. We'll see. I think I end up. I end up thinking he stays with the Celtics, but I mean, it could happen. I think honestly, as crazy as it sounds, uh, I'd say him going to LA is probably the second most likely thing to happen. Whereas you know, him going to the Knicks thought was thought to be a little more likely. You know? Yeah. True. So, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that happened today. But let's talk about a, a huge trade that happened this week. Big the trade against, uh, yeah, the risky trade that we're already Riskiest talking about. Risky trade probably in NBA history, I think. Yeah, the Knicks and yeah. the Mavs trade. Um, the Knicks, they send their best player away, Porzingis. Yeah. Both uh, Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee to the Mavs. And the Knicks receive. And DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, the Knicks receive. Yeah. A, and Wes Matthews. Exactly, yeah. That's who they, and Dennis Smith Jr. And they get a first round pick. Mm, two. Two, right? Yeah, is it. Is it this year's they can't have this year's because the Hawks have that one. Okay. So it'd be it'd be 2021, 2022, I think, or 2021, 2023. Jesus. Not sure. Yeah. But honestly, what's crazy about this, I think I think it has the potential to, like, eventually down the road be a lose-lose. I mean, obviously, Ooh, we talked about lose. the Knicks earlier. Lose, like, lose. like, like um, when we talked about the Knicks, it's a big risk if they don't sign anyone, then they're right. kind of just left hung out to dry. But with the Mavericks, I mean, if if Kristaps goes somewhere else or if he's hurt and just can't stay healthy, like, I mean, I'm not saying they gave up a ton for him, but, you know, it, it could have, it could end up backfiring. Yeah. Because he's going to want the max this year, probably. Yeah, because he is a free agent after this year, too, right? Kristaps? Yeah. yeah. He is. He's yeah. eligible for restricted free agency. Okay. I read. But if they if they buy him out or if he uh, I think he has a player option to make that unrestricted if he doesn't take the qualifying offer. Yeah, it, I think but I mean, we'll see a, how that yeah. how that turns out. I, I read something yesterday was like if he signs a qualifying offer, it's like for five million or something. Yeah, like, yeah. He said that he's not sure yet because he just got there basically. Yeah. But I think, sorry, but we'll I see. think if healthy, him and Doncic is going to be a problem. That's going to be oh, yeah. oh our boy yeah. our, our boy Agent Seventy Seven. Yes. Agent 77 in the unicorn. Swaggy L. Oh, Swaggy L. That would be be pretty nasty pick and roll. Oh, God, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, they just have to keep drafting well, making good moves. And then, I mean, no reason the Mavericks couldn't be in the playoffs next year. I mean, this year, even, they could make a run for it. Well, like an eight seed, maybe? What's the record? I think they're like 22 and 23, I'm pretty sure. 23 and 28. 23 and 28? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. How far are they from the 8th spot? Let's see. I think 8 right now. It's either the... Uh, let me find it. They are... Okay. It's taking forever to log. All right, there we go. I found it. Now. Where are they at? They are the 12th seed. They are, I believe... How many games back? Four and a half back of the 8th seed Clippers. They're 28 and 24. Okay, so they'd have to they'd have to get caught or hot. Sorry if they uh, yeah wanted to catch up. But isn't Porzingis out for the year? 
I don't. I think mean, so. I saw reports that were saying that he's like he was like cleared to play by some doctors and like wasn't by others. So I mean, I don't know. I have so no idea. A, it's like quite last year. Right? It's like a, it's like a choosing. Yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like would you want to? I not necessarily risk it because obviously people have said you're good to go. But yeah, I think you know. He's doing. He's like, I'm not. I think. I think. Team. I think if he was where he wanted to be, he could have. I'd say give it like maybe maybe a month, and he starts playing. Yeah, I, that's what I would think. We'll see. Yeah. It is a torn ACL. He has seven three. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's probably not the easiest. The easiest. Uh, Transition back, back into the court, yeah, back onto the court, yeah, true. Yeah. All right. Last thing on this basketball news before we move on. Who was your biggest All Star snub? Oh man, they just came out with the reserves today, huh? Uh, yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Oh yeah, 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 yesterday. Um, man, it's tough. I don't know, to be honest. I mean, I was thinking about this. Um, I definitely thought uh, in the East, or maybe Devin Booker. I'd say. Okay. I'd say probably Devin Booker. I mean, he's averaging twenty four. You think Clay deserved to be in this year? Team's trash. Yeah, the Suns do suck. Eleven and forty two. Known the Suns too. They're gonna be like the fifth pick in the lottery too. Yeah. That's what happens with the they, Suns. I, yeah, they're they're just gonna get a high pick and probably mess up. But I'd say I'd say Clay. As for Clay, I think he turned it on, but he did He wasn't consistent enough at the beginning. Yeah, he, I mean, he was. At one point, he was what shooting like thirty four percent from three or something like, like that. It's just like low, very yeah. characteristic. But. Yeah, I think I remember at one point. I think like there was like this weird player who like had a better three point percentage than Clay Thompson. He was like a what was his name? Oh, I forgot his name. But there's like there's like this one stat I saw where this there's like a shocking player ahead of Clay Thompson of the three point percentage, but I forget the player's name. All right, let me look it up actually. Uh, well, talking about that, um, if I come up with it. Obviously, Rudy Gay didn't get in, and he got in, and he got interviewed. Oh, excuse me, Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Gay. Rudy, Rudy Gobert washed for like five years. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert didn't get in. <laughs> Gobert. He started. He started crying at his presser. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. And, See, uh, Draymond and yeah. uh, Iguodala. <laughs> a couple of tweets. That, yeah, exactly. There were a couple of tweets sent out by those guys. That was really <laughs> funny. Do you, do you think he deserved yeah. to be in there? Gobert? I mean, you could make the case for him to be one, but like, I'm not I'm not mad that he's not an all-star. He's obviously really a great defensive presence, but I mean, Utah's also another team that hasn't really lived up to the hype. Right. Not as not as good year. as they were last year. That's for sure. Yeah, they've been better yeah, definitely. recently, but people thought like they'll be yeah. like, the top three seed yeah. this year. But oh yeah, I mean after they beat the Warriors earlier in the season, I was uh, I was pretty impressed that game. I mean, Joe Ingles. Joe, yeah, exactly. I, I was about to say Joe Ingles, man. The Aussie. I thought they would make this jump that the Nuggets made this year. I I uh, thought so as well. I, I honestly thought but, the Jazz were going to be a top four seed. I think, the they ha- I think they had, like, one of the, t- like, the toughest schedule in the NBA to start the year. The like, Jazz yeah. did? They were, like, 500. Like, yeah. Like, flying around and stuff like no, that? No, like, the team, or, their teams they were playing. Oh, they're like, all above 500? Yeah, they're, like, they're like, the elite teams in the league where they hadn't played, like, any of the worst teams yet. Oh, okay. But now, Begin. since they're playing them, they've been playing better recently. Starting to figure it out? What, yeah, they've been starting to figure it out. But, yeah, but I thought they were going to they were gonna make the jump. Because I didn't know the Nuggets were this good. I thought they were good. Yeah. 
and the Nuggets are missing like four key players. Isaiah Thomas still not back. Like throughout the year, not now, but they're missing. Yeah. They missed Millsap yeah. for a long time. Yeah, Millsap was yeah he was gone. Yeah, Thomas hasn't played. And Jamal yet. Murray. Yeah, Maybe and, yeah. Jump. And um, well, their draft pick who's not going to play this year probably. Michael yeah, Porter. he's yeah. not going to play. Michael yet. But if he gets healthy and he's, I don't he. I mean, I don't. I've never watched him, but. If I go on like high school rankings, like, I mean he's good. Really on, he was good in high school. Obviously, he's, he's different. He's, than, different than he's like a he's like the modern he's like a modern day wing. Like what you're looking for, honestly, in the NBA. Like for the, for the current NBA, I mean he's like six eleven, freak athlete. He can shoot. I mean he'll definitely. I mean him with Jokic is going to be going to be pretty insane. Yeah. With the Joker, if, if 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 he, I mean he only played one college basketball game or yeah. two maybe. I, I think mean, he played two. So we'll see. Yeah. It'll be interesting. He had, the same, he had the same back injury that Tiger Woods had, so, I mean, that's pretty concerning yeah. for a 19, 20-year-old. You know? <laughs> my, my biggest snub, Luka Doncic. Ooh, 1877. Yeah. Dude, play, dude, can shoot the basketball. When when, when you're uh, practicing with Steph, you should automatically just get in. He's like 6, what is he, like 6'8"? <laughs> he's fucking massive. He's like 6'9". He's like 6'9". Like yeah. yeah. like, nice. nice. He's like... No, he's oh, definitely yeah. nice. I don't want to say he's like LeBron. He's like a lower, lower, like a fifteenth, like a uh, whatever. LeBron didn't. LeBron didn't have this jumper though when he was this young. Like, no, he didn't. Doncic is nineteen. He's more yeah, than sister. I know. yeah. Did you think the same age as my sister is? Oh yeah, you have a sister. <laughs> Fucker. Yeah. What? But yeah, I don't know, but I don't know who you would take off though. From maybe Carl Anthony Towns. You can I take would off. say you can take out Cat. I was that's that's who I would take out. Cat Cat's been playing well. Yeah, he's, he's averaging like 20, well. 23 and twelve. Bah, this year. Yeah. I mean, all these guys deserve it. I feel like Damian Lillard especially. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. In the East, in the Eastern Conference, Doncic is amazing. Eastern Conference. Oh, in the East for sure. Joke. Obviously, I mean, yeah. it's a joke. How like not as Nikola Vucevic is a nice player. No, nah, he did pretty. He he's he's, nice a, he's a good player this year for oh. sure. Honestly, some of the East players are pretty good. I mean, D'Angelo Russell's gonna be filling in for Oladipo. Yeah, so. which is good. I mean, deloading. He, he did. He did pretty good this season too. Starting to figure it out after you know yeah. quite a while, but yeah. I mean now he's trying to figure it out, which is good. Ben yeah. Simmons can't shoot a basketball, but he's in. Um, yeah. Blake, last, yeah, last three games for uh, D'Angelo Russell, he's averaging tw- at twenty five, right? Like, yeah, he, he scored twenty five, thirty, and twenty five. So he averaged like twenty six point three I mean, points per game in the last three games. That's one of the things like it's so hard about the NBA, you know, as opposed to the NFL, because you know these kids are drafted when they're like nineteen years old, and like sometimes teams give up on them by the time they're twenty two. It's like yeah, it takes they can still grow so much. You know, it's hard to it's hard to see that. Yeah, yeah, probably the the, the trade to the Nets didn't didn't wonders for sure. He he figured yeah. it out. That's a pretty good trade too. I mean, I think I think. Was it? I think it was Russell and Mozgov for like two of their bad contracts. I think it was Lopez was one, right? Yeah, lo, that was yeah. that was before Lopez decided to be like Clay Thompson from three. Now he's like making that's, 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 that's the other one. Everything. That's the other one. I know Brooke Lopez is on the yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You think, you're talking about Robin? No, Robin, Robin wasn't. Robin wasn't on the Nets. He was on the Bulls and. He was on the yeah, I think, I think, I think it was Brooke Lopez. It was Brooke Lopez who went to the Lakers. That's who we're talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so yeah. why the fuck are you talking about his brother? I don't know what... I never said his brother. I said, Dear Lord, Jake, shut I the fuck up, I said he started dude. shooting threes like Clay Stop Thompson. Because he's stepping back and like shooting from 35 feet. 
Like his before like last before like the last three seasons, Brooke Lopez has made one, one yes one three pointer. Yes. Now he's made like a hundred, a hundred. He's gonna probably make two hundred this year. I'm pretty sure he's like top ten three pointer shooter right now. He's like seven one. Yeah, he's better than you. Yeah. The, wow. You're right. He's right. He's right. <laughs> Why didn't the Lakers keep him this year? Because they have Zubac. <laughs> Zubac. <laughs> Was that, a, was that a joke I mean, or a, that was a no shit? It was a joke. You don't. Oh, let's have let's, let's start. Javale <laughs> McGee, we need you. Uh, Lopez, yeah, but that was a good fit though for the Bucks. Lopez with them, not bad. Yeah, they just need as many shooters as they can around Giannis. Honestly, yeah, honest, yeah. Man. Shout out to Javale for uh, missing that dunk last night. That was pretty dope. Yeah. Any other basketball news we want to talk about, Jake? Oh, my prediction of what the NBA should do with Dwayne Wade came to be true. Oh yeah, so. About two episodes ago, judging if you didn't listen to it before, but yeah, we were talking about uh, episode nice, which was episode nice, yeah, nice, nice uh, time. <laughs> we were talking about uh, guys who are towards at the end of their career who deserve to be in, like yeah, like we talk, who we literally shouted out Dwayne Dirk Wade and, and Dwayne Dirk. Wade, and, and then Dwayne. today yeah. it goes out to be that they're gonna be honorary coming into the All Star game. Saw that. Pretty cool. Yeah, they listened to the pod. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, you can do what Jake said. Yeah, they listened to the pod. And they were like, yeah, fuck yeah, those guys are good. Like, talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Like, if there's a player that's retiring, who's been like a, you know, not like some like you know, he has to be at least. What like, do you think about like, Vince Carter? Think Vince Carter could be one of them. Yeah, Vince Carter. I, that's, we're talking about Vince, Vince too. Could be yeah, one of them. Yeah. Like too. I think. Yeah. Every year, there's a guy who is eligible for that. Who's like, you know. I mean, obviously, you can only choose one guy, and they yeah. chose but they the choose right like, guys. They yeah. choose, yeah, too. Dwayne Wade and Dirk, yeah. so, I mean. There should be, like, a last season ex- like a last season pick. I mean, obviously, no one's going to do it better than Kobe. Did Kobe make the All-Star yeah. team his last year? Yes, and then he dropped, what, 60 oh, yeah. in his last game. Yeah, he shot, like, 55 times. So? It doesn't matter, dude. It's his last game. And it's still that, was pretty, that was a pretty unreal game. That was fucking I think insane. That, I think that was a game where if the Jazz beat the Lakers, the Jazz would make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Lakers, it was. Cubby scored 60 and like 50 shots. That was, the same, game, that was the same night the Warriors won 73, their 73rd game. Yes. Too. I was watching that game. I was like, Dad, it's the last Lakers game. Decided to watch that. And the guy was changing the channel while the Lakers game was going. I was getting pissed. Oh, I, 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 I was like, what are you doing? It's Kobe's fucking last game. game. Fucking watch it. Kobe's overrated. I was like, fucking. Kobe's overrated. Say it. Say it louder. No. Say it louder for the pod, dude. Say it. I have a belief that Kobe's overrated. Kobe's pretty unreal. He, I mean, I, I, I agree that some people overrate him, but, I mean, he's, at the end of the day, I think he's top ten. Who's better? He's got five rings. Who's better, Kobe or LeBron? LeBron, for sure. It's not even close. Who are you, James? I'd say LeBron also. Yeah. Say it, I mean, Daniel. I think LeBron. Le- LeBron, and, LeBron and MJ, I think, are in their own class. I think so, too. Le- they're just completely different. Here's, a, here's what I do agree with, though. Kobe is the closest to Le- is the closest to Jordan we've seen. As a as player-like, yeah. Player-like. Yes. Well, I don't know. Oh, I, I, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Le- LeBron and Michael don't play the same. LeBron, to me, yeah. people are like, oh, LeBron's like Jordan. No, he's more like he's more Magic Johnson. Because they're both... Who you guys who can pass yeah. the ball? Yeah, they're six, eight, six, nine. Nice. They can both pass the ball. They can yeah. shoot. They can lead. Like they play. I, I remember Johnson, Magic Johnson. I think he was a rookie. Yeah. Like he played center in the NBA Finals mm-hmm. against the Celtics. Yeah. Won it. Then he was a point guard for most of his career. He's six nine. He can shoot, pass. That's who LeBron reminds me of more than Jordan. Jordan, like yeah. the closest to Jordan is Kobe. That's what I think. All right. Yeah. Who's closest to Shaq? I- 
Who's the closest to Shaq yeah, right now? No, there's no one. There's closest. no one Joel closest to Shaq. Joel Embiid. You think Joel Embiid? I think he, Joel Embiid's pretty unreal. I mean, yeah, yeah. he is pretty good. Shaq was like, I mean, Embiid can make his free throws. But I mean, you know what's funny though, Shaq. Shaq, like, during practice, he showed 100 free throws, he would make, like, 90 out of 100. During the game, he would make, like, 40 out of 100. Like, he couldn't make anything. <laughs> but during practice, he would make them all the time. But. Too many eyes. Too many, yeah. too many eyes? Oh, like, yeah. you know, watching him? It's, it's so. In practice, obviously, it's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> it is a lot different. Yeah, like, Andres Beardrins. Remember him? <laughs> I think, I think one year you shot like 17% from three throw line. I'm like, what the hell? How's that possible? I, I remember one of the local radio stations, uh, they, had a, they, had a, they had a contest for the for a whole month. They uh, they kept track of how many points Andres Beater scored and how many points the Sharks scored. And the Sharks <laughs> beat him. Oh, but yeah, I'm done with the basketball. Yeah. Talk. Any more basketball stuff? I just said I'm done with it. So. Well, I, I, yeah, mean, I don't have anything brutal. else. Yeah, I, there's a there's a big game two days from now that I really want to talk about. You know, what about oh, you? It's what a huge game, game is that? A huge game, like a massive pretty, game. Pretty big game. Pretty big game. Yeah, the Sharks play the Coyotes on Saturday, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> well, two games from, two days from now is uh, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl uh, Fifty Three, uh, Patriots versus Rams. And I think we have some music that could be paired well with what we're going to talk about now. Oh, yeah, play that music. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While we talk about this segment, we're going to have some music playing. Not that loud, but hopefully we can hear it. Turn it down a little bit more. It's a little too loud. But uh, as of right now, uh, yeah, the Patriots are minus two and a half favorites, and the over-under is 56 and a half. One storyline I want to talk about is, uh, is this Gronk's last game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe so, actually. Justin? Uh, I mean, I don't know. He's he's been blocking well. I think he might just take on a different like different type of role. Honestly, I just think he just won't be that dominant pass catcher. I think he'll just more take on that blocking role cuz I mean, they win this Super Bowl, what is it? Like is that six? 3 and 5 years. I mean, that's tough to walk away yeah. from, yeah. you know. I mean, he's he's already said but, it himself. The whole entire season, every single season, I'll be you take a toll on your body as a football player. He talked about it. Yeah. Like, see him. He's seen how he runs. It's everybody. Yeah. It's like a, That's true. He runs like he's like a robot. Like he's so stiff That's now because he has had like every year. It's like he has like three surgeries in the off season. Yeah. yeah. You see that? That. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he retired. I wouldn't be surprised either. Like, see that brace he wears? It's like it's insane. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a, some people are already uh, he's already regarded as the best tight end ever. I mean, in, our, like in, our, in our era right now, in yeah. our era, definitely. I think yeah. George Kittle's gonna be pretty good, but. Right now, I don't know. I haven't watched every tight end ever, but I mean, from from me, obviously, you think Gronk's the best tight end ever? You said he's like of this era. He's like one of the best tight ends ever. Yeah, I'd say like him, Antonio Gates. I would say him, Antonio Gates, Jason Witten. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can count Tony Gonzalez. I mean, I'd say, I'd say Jason Witten's not in the same class as those two, though. Witten has two routes: run straight, ten yards, turn around. He's a great blocker, though. Okay, Jason Witten was. I think yeah, blocking is blocker, Like a lot of people. Don't I mean, obviously now that that tight end trans- position has changed a lot, but I mean, Gronk's insane. But Bro- Gronk can do both. He can block and he like, can, and he can yeah. catch ball. Prime, Prime Gronk's probably the best tight end ever. Prime I Gronk. Mean, what did he catch like twenty one touchdowns that one year? Yes. I mean, I mean this year obviously he took a step back, but I mean he almost retired this yeah. last offseason too. Well, I mean, yeah, if you kind of trade him to the fucking <laughs> Lions, mean, yeah. Lions. Speaking of the Lions, they've had two of the greatest yeah. players I've ever seen in my life. Retire early and made the playoffs like once. Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. Yeah. You look like Calvin Johnson. Thanks. Moving on. 
Ultra was Todd. Imagine how good. Obviously, Todd Gurley didn't produce in the NFC Championship game. He only had five touches, dropped two passes. Yeah, he was bummy. One for an interception. He had, I think, like five yards. Does he produce this game? I mean, I or does saw. does he produce this game, or does C.J. Anderson just take over the bowling ball? Yeah, the bowling ball. Mike Tolbert two point Um, hmm. I mean, I mean if, if they want to win, the- he has to Go be. Ahead. I think three weeks basically off. We didn't really play the last week, but I think he's gonna be. They need him to play well if they want to win. I think. I, th- I think a pretty underrated aspect. Like a lot of people are talking about. Oh, you know, Gurley got benched. I mean. You also have to look at the matchup. Like, Gurley is more of, like, outside zone kind of, like, get outside the numbers kind of guy. Yeah, definitely. Whereas, you know, C.J. Anderson's, like, between the tackles. I mean, and the the Patriots don't have fast linebackers. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Todd Gurley, you know, could get outside on them and they could throw it to him a little bit more. You know, I mean, it's he's going to have to play better. Yeah. You don't want any chance of winning, you know? He can't, yeah. He was, yeah, there's no way he does not, like, get it. Like, there's no way he, he gets less than 10 touches this game. He was really bad. Yeah. yeah. He may be hurt too, but we don't. I, don't, he, I mean, I they think, I think the underrated aspect of what yeah, happened all last week is he just like kind of just took it, and you know he he didn't complain. You know, I think a lot of teams' best players it would kind of you know go to cause problems, but he kind of just acknowledged that he wasn't playing well. I, th- I think that's pretty impressive. You we know, saw for the Steelers. This year. Steelers. Every time something goes wrong, Le'Veon Bell or. There's always so much drama with the Steelers, but with Gurley, you have to give him credit where, as he as Justin said. Too. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't complain. Yeah, and yeah. try to ruin the like ruin, ruin the team. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope he. I hopefully he does well. I. We'll get to our predictions later, but let's move on. Uh, during this postseason, the Patriots have played uh, the Chiefs and the Chargers, and I'm pretty sure he didn't get sacked sacked in either of those games. I don't think he did either. Um, obviously, the Chiefs had Chris Jones. He had a sack 10 straight games in a row. Obviously, the Chargers both had Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. And they also Couldn't had D Ford, the Chiefs. And it, yeah, D Ford. Which is Chiefs. funny. They had one of the worst defenses maybe in the last five years. But they can get to the quarterback. But they had two like the best pass rushers this year. Yeah. That's kind of weird. So my question alludes to, obviously, no one is better than this guy. Can can Does Aaron Donald get to Tom Brady during the Super Bowl? They need him they, they need him to, right, obviously. Because every time, the last couple times they lost in the Super Bowl, the Patriots, the team they lost to has a dominant pass rush. Yeah. The, or yeah. maybe at least a player who's dominant. Like the Giants two times with Yuminera and like all those guys. Well, it, that Giants team was just stat. I mean, they had like, they that was all time. Like yeah. probably one of the best defenses ever. Tucker, I mean, Michael Justin Tuck. I mean, they had Michael Strahan the first time. <laughs> Yuminera, Kiwanuka. They had, oh my God, they had... Um, that D line was fucking. Yeah, I, that D line was fucking yeah, crazy. That, was, that I, obviously was the Rams. They have, I, mean, I, I, don't think, I don't think the Rams have the same depth. They don't. Quite. I don't and think they you, do at all. You, you even look at you even look at the Eagles last year. I mean, it was the depth that really got to. Yeah. It was it Brandon Graham who got that last strip sack? And yes. Like, you know, Brandon Graham wouldn't even always start. So it's just that the the Rams need you know production out of like their secondary guys because you know what Belichick does is he always takes away you know that best player. Yes. And I actually saw something on Twitter today. Um, uh, the center, David Andrews, uh, he has given up the least amount, or he's had the least amount of missed blocks. Their left guard, Joe Thune, is fourth, and then their right guard, Shaq Mason's fifth. So their guards are pretty good. Like their interior line is really good. So they're gonna need they're gonna need someone like Corey Littleton to get there. You know, yeah, or, Littleton, Dante or like Fowler, Brown too. They have, yeah, yeah. 
Or Dante Fowler too. I thought I thought the Rams defense would be better this year. They're like I think they were combined twenty sixth in the league. I think. I think some of it has to do with their offense is so good. They're up by so much. They're like, eh. I guess. I mean, people like to say that a lot, but yeah. Their their linebackers, their linebackers aren't very good. They traded away Alec Ogletree. Yeah, that middle of the defense. Well, Marcus Joyner hasn't really played that well either. Joyner, Marcus Peters only had three picks this year. Yeah, he's been burned a couple times. Yeah. Keep to leave his back. Nikel Roby Coleman. Yeah. So, um, for you, this question is for you. What is what would be your game plan on how to stop Tom Brady and the Patriots? I mean, you just can't run zone. Like he's just gonna. Oh, he's going thank God, to that's what Jake says every apart. single week. Zone defense. He can't Jesus. play zone. There's it's no gonna, way. It's giving ten yard cushions. Oh wow, first down. I mean, it's not so much. It's not so much that. It's just the matchup of zone against the Patriots because their linebackers, you know, like, like Littleton's just going to get abused by Sonny Michelle and James White coming out of the backfield. You know, Kronk Edelman over the middle, like those quick slot plays. Like they can't stop that because they don't really have great linebackers and their safeties aren't that good. So you need to. I think they just need to lock down, play man to man. And I think the biggest key is stopping the run. I mean. If Sony Michelle is having anything like he has been doing lately, and if uh, Rex Burkhead gets some carries, you know, if the Patriots can run the ball, this game's over. Like, yeah, play action is just going to be it's going to be money for them. So, I think the biggest key is stopping the run. And it put t- and to put it to the Niners, watching James White makes me like wonder what they're going to do with Jarek McKinnon next year. Yeah, moving on from that, we're not going to talk about that right now. Wow. <laughs> That was great. That, but, was, uh, that was a great analysis I did. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, we're not talking about that right now. Dummy. <laughs> we're talking about the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, who cares? It's going to be the Patriots again. Obviously, the Rams the made year. it. But uh, okay. it's Jared Goff's first time playing in the Super Bowl. Oh, it is? Yeah. Is he going to play soft? You think he's going to play a little timid in his first Super Bowl? I hope not. I, I, hope, I hope not either. He need the fucking one. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Go ahead. Go ahead, Judging. Oh, uh, I was just saying after uh, after that first quarter. I mean, I thought the game was borderline over. I mean, like he couldn't hear anyone. It was just he looked very rattled. But like, I gotta say, you know, I'm not like the biggest Jared Goff guy, but I mean, he proved a lot. I mean, to come back on the road in New Orleans in that environment. I mean, he's clearly. I mean, he's clearly a very very good quarterback. I mean, if he can beat the Patriots, it's just gonna boost him to another level. But I mean, I. We'll see. I think, again, just like the Patriots game plan, or the Rams game plan to stop Tom Brady, I think the Patriots, I mean, if they can run the ball, C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley can run the ball, that's when golf is comfortable. You know, a lot of play action over the middle, you know. If they can't run the ball, we'll see what golf's made of. But, you know. All right, Jim, you are going to say something? Oh, oh. About Jared Goff, yes. Jared Goff, I mean, he he can't play timid. He has to, because last week, he had some throws where he was, like, really good last week. But this week, he has to be – or this game. He has to be much – I think he has to be better than what he was because the first quarter, first half, they weren't really moving the ball to, like, the last possession, really, when they had that big play of Cooks down the sideline. Yeah. yeah. I think they're, they're going to – I think what they're going to do – they're going to do – they're going to run the ball mostly, but then they're going to use that to do play action and go deep. I think Brandon Cooks is going to have a pretty big game. And also – Robert Woods, I think. Is Robert Woods as well. Yeah. They, or at least needs to have a big game. Their offense hasn't been the same though since Cooper Cup went out the ACL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could say that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they didn't. They somewhat lost their step once Gurley got hurt. Not more like I think both. 
Uh, I don't know. I think more if, like Jesse was saying, if you don't have a run game, Jerry Goff is not going to do well. So, Josh Reynolds too. Yo, yeah, Josh Reynolds. They run an, I they run an insane them. amount of play action. They do like more than anyone else in the league by far. It's usually, crazy. Usually, in Super Bowls, there's like one player you don't expect to like break. Go off. Up. Yeah. Like Malcolm Smith that one year. Yeah. The Seahawks. He was great. Right. I, I think the Seahawks had another guy the year they lost. It was like a receiver who like played barely at all for, during the season. But they're in a game, he had like two touchdowns and like 85 yards. I forget the guy's name. It was the guy with the one handed catches and stuff. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, let me see. Well, yeah. So you definitely can't play like that. But um, one question I do have for both of you guys is that who comes out with the first trick play during the game? Rams. In the Rams? Wait, no. I mean, the Patriots did it last year first. Patriots have Cordell Patterson, too. They, oh, yes. Who's a three time All Pro, apparently. Well, that's free. For being a returner, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Three-time all-pro. Nice. Still pretty good. I think they're going to probably... I think they might do it first. But what's a trick? Like, Are like we counting flea flickers? Because if, if it's flea flickers, I feel like the Patriots might pull that out early. Okay, yeah. like a reverse pass or something like that. Or maybe a punt. Uh, or like pass. a fake punt. Oh, like, like Johnny Hacker. Yeah, like Johnny Hacker could do something I, like I that. Think, I think Belichick's not going to let that fly this game. You don't think I don't so? Know. I mean, we'll see. Everyone's been talking about it, so we'll see. I feel like Hecker's gonna. He might send one, to be honest. Yeah, he might send. <laughs> he might send. Go maybe maybe send one for a touchdown. <laughs> that'd be pretty insane. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yes, though. I yeah. found the guy who was the Super Bowl guy for the uh, Seahawks. His name is Chris Matthews. Okay. He had during that game. He had. Four catches, hundred nine yards, and one touchdown. Ah. Uh, but that's like then after that, never heard from him again. Huh? Yeah. My dark horse MVP candidate, Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds. That's one good. If the Patriots win, obviously. Yeah. If the fucking Rams. Win, yeah, if the Rams win, not the Patriots. Yeah. Has there ever been a Super Bowl? Has ever a loser, pl- losing player, won the MVP? No, but there's uh, been uh, like co MVPs, not the loser. No, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you can give it to the loser. Yeah, me neither. But yeah. Um, Let's do our predictions first. No, let's do our predictions first. All right, predictions first. Just no, just go ahead. What's your prediction, Jake? My prediction: winner and score, please. All right, chill out with the music, please. Uh, my prediction is Rams are gonna beat the Patriots, 34-27. Okay, here we go, Justin. What is your prediction? And well, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly believe this is the under is going to hit in this game, and I got the Patriots covering, so I'm going to go 27 21 Patriots. Oh, God. oh no. Watch me like 6 3. Oh, God. 6 3? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, God. I don't know, man. I've been thinking long and hard this week about the prediction. Pause. Um, but I th- I'm going to be taking, I think I'm going to take the Rams in this game. Uh, 35 31. It's just hard for me to bet against Brady and Belichick. Yeah, me too. But I do every time. I, 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 God. I thought about it a lot. Yeah, I just don't know. After that Atlanta one, dude, I just I told myself. I was like, I can't I can't bet against them. <laughs> it's just going to be too hard. So, yeah. yeah. But I don't know, man. It's going to be fun to watch. I, I Hopefully it's a – I don't know. You I, hear I, about I, the sleep chambers? Excuse me? <laughs> Did you hear about the sleep chambers that the Patriots coaches have been sleeping in? No, stop. 
they, they, they sleep in these uh, sleep chambers, I guess, that simulate five hours of sleep in like 40 minutes. Yeah. Something like that. What the fuck? And they've, been, they've, been, <laughs> they've been in those this week. So. You know, that's fucking crazy, Jesus. Yeah. Hey, any, anything to get the W, so. Yeah, they're, they're, they're ready to go. <laughs> Belichick probably hasn't slept at all, dude. Yeah, that dude's a psycho. Yeah, that guy's a psychopath. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's 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 gonna be crazy. It's gonna be hopefully, hopefully. I, I don't know. I like, I like a good I like a good defensive game. But I mean, oh, the in the Super Bowl, Bowl I want to see some some points I score. See last man. year's game. Okay. Yeah. I just think both both teams are gonna try to run the ball so much. I think it's gonna be a lot of like grind the clock, which you know no one wants to see that. But I think that's what the coaches are gonna go on yeah. the mindset. And, yeah, you know? I, I totally forgot to say this. But like, but like one way like to stop the Patriots or like obviously slow them down. It's like. To injure Tom Brady. Same with the, same no, it's with, just same to, with the Rams. It's just dude. to have long drives. And to injure Tom Brady. That was slowing down. Yeah? Yeah, that was slowing down. God, I fucking hate when if people... You're a defensive I fucking hate when people say that shit. If you're a defensive player... <laughs> he's fucking hurt him, dude! Hey, if you're a defensive player and you had a shot at Tom Brady and knock them out... <laughs> he's fucking hurt him, dude! You would do it. He's fucking hurt him, dude! You would do it. Oh, yeah, then we'd have a shit Super Bowl. Fuck you, Jake. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not winning the Super Bowl. Fuck you. I would knock... Tom Brady's going to slide after a run... Uh, I don't care. I'm going head first. Oh and my god! <laughs> yeah, I hate you. <laughs> it's only 15 yards. Yeah, I hate you. Uh, well, you, do, you get some like bum like you get like some bum like backup linebacker play special teams. <laughs> if he gets ejected, you don't really give a damn because you got the best quarter, the best quarterback ever out of the game. Dear fucking god! You lose like some crap linebacker. That's what I would do. <laughs> well, good thing you're not a coach. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, that's the end of our Super Bowl uh, talk. We're gonna uh, we're gonna let you go, Justin. Uh, we're right, gonna do some other segment uh, without you. But yeah, man, I appreciate you for being on, man. Yep, thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, maybe another time. Yeah. All right. All right. See you later. All right, man. All right. See ya. All right. So yeah, uh, you heard our interview with uh, our good friend Justin Samra. Now we're going to talk about your guys' predictions, our followers, our listeners, uh, people who I've asked. Um, we had a total of uh, 14 people tell me who they were going to pick. Uh, eight people chose the Patriots. Six people chose the Rams. Um, I'm just going to read out uh, their winner and the score of their game. And you know what? The person who gets it exactly right will get a high five. I'll give you $5. But yeah. Jesus, uh, you asked people who, the scores of the game? Oh, yeah. He just said that. Okay. Wow, someone went all out on their prediction. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, my boy Swood took the Patriots uh, 34-24. Revis, Rams, 30-27. Uh, Justin already said this, but I'll say it again. He took the Patriots 27-21 in this game. Mm, you went under. Gilf <laughs> chose the Patriots in a close one, 31-28. to uh, One of my uh, classmates, uh, Molly Spadoni, Chose the Rams, 27-21. Same as Justin. Uh, a Patriots fan that was one of my classes, I asked him about it. Troy Collins, he chose the Patriots, 21-17. Another close one. Uh, my boy Mario Diaz chose the Rams, 34-31. And a close one. Hilly, Rams, 31-17. Sigel, Rams, 24-17. Yasmin, Patriots, 28-24. Trent Lewis, our co-worker, good friend of ours. Patriots, 31-28. My boy Kurt Olsen. Patriots, 
21. Rachel Tungle, Patriots, 35-28. Rocky, Rams, 41-38. That'll be a high-scoring game. Yeah, it should be a good one. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited. What's the highest-scoring Super Bowl game? Super Bowl um, game. While Jake's looking for that, we had some polls up today. He put up. Um, the first one being, should the day after the Super Bowl be a national holiday? 71% of you said yes, and 29 of you ding-dongs said no. <laughs> ding-dongs? It should be! What's wrong with you people? What was the question? Should the day after the Super Bowl be a national holiday? Yes. I don't, I don't want, the last thing I want to do after the Super Bowl... Let's go to work. Yeah, or, or school. Or school. Maybe we should have the day off. An outrage, we don't. Our next one kind of alludes to this. Also for my most points in the Super Bowl game... 75, San Francisco 49ers beat the San Diego Chargers 49-26 to in Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, that was a beating. Uh, well, I don't know what Super Bowl 21? Is. XXIX. 24. Really? Yeah. No. XXIX? 20... Maybe it's 26. Is it? No, X is 10. It's 29. Let me look it up. XXIX. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. It's 29. My is, bad, guys. My this bad. This is Super Bowl 53. Yeah, it's Super Bowl 29. Yeah. Really? Google. Just type in Super Bowl 29. Roman numerals. 29, yeah. Yeah, alright. Uh, Got it the second try. I wonder, like, for the Super Bowl 50, they said Super Bowl 50, right? Yeah, they didn't put X. They didn't put a. They didn't put. They didn't put. It's like V something, 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 like something. V, I think it's V. Or no, it's L. I, Sorry, it's L. L. It's L. It's L. Super Bowl L. Nah, yeah, that's weird. They put 50. Yeah. I wonder, like, what they're going to do against, like, Super Bowl 100. I think for Super Bowl 100, it'll be Super Bowl, Super Bowl 100. Or maybe Super Bowl, whatever the room is. probably going to be like that. This next question, Jake put on the polls. Because I think after a while, there's going to be too many room numbers. The Super Bowl XXIXXIXXIXVIII. It's like, that's too much. Thank you for interrupting me. You're welcome. Should the Super Bowl be played on a Saturday? Yes. People are dumb. No. Sixty percent of you said yes. Forty percent of you said no. I say no. I say yes. I think here's my reason. I think why. you're dumb. Here's my reason why. All right, say your reason, dude. Sorry, I was typing. Here's my reason why. Super Bowl, Super Bowl Saturday, because then you have Sunday off, so you don't have to worry about having Monday off. They don't want to do a national holiday, which they probably won't want to do. That's why you have it Super Bowl Saturday because you have a day of rest. Because you know what you do on the Super Bowl? You eat a lot. You know what you also do? You drink a lot. You know what happens when you drink a lot? You get hungover. Or you get drunk. You know what happens when you wake up in the morning? You get hungover. You need to go to work hungover? Shouldn't happen. Super Bowl Saturday, though, gets rid of that. If you're religious, then, you know, you, that's kind of an issue. But for me, who's not religious, it's a great thing. Cause so I can, the Super Bowl's at 3.30. West Coast time. East Coast, it's 6.30. The game is end to what? 10.30, probably? Yeah, church. If you go to church, it's in the morning. So what are you trying to allude to? Yeah, but you don't have to go to church that day. For school, If it's on Sunday, you have to wake up early. You're on the East Coast. The game doesn't end until 10.30. Maybe your team's in it. Maybe they win the Super Bowl. Maybe you want to watch the like the presentation of the trophy. Last till 11.30. You have to wake up at like 6 o'clock for work. You're hungover. You're feeling a little bit bloated. You have to do a lot of stuff. You don't feel like going to work. Work productivity goes down. That's actually a good argument for why it should be, there should be a holiday on Monday, too. Hmm. So these questions are connecting, yes. 
Yeah. I think it should be Super Bowl Saturday. Nah, it should be national holiday on Monday. Or anything you can do? Because fuck Mondays. Here's what they can do. Saturday, it'll be the it'll be the game between the worst two teams. Loser, no. Loser or winner gets the first pick. Would it be loser? No, the winner gets first pick. Winner gets first... Yeah, winner gets first pick. Then Sunday, you have the Super Bowl. Take out the Pro Bowl. It sucks. Yeah, it's basically like... Basically, who can, like, wrap up the best? Yeah. I remember, like, the, they used to have, like, skill competitions back, like, way back then. Then some guy tore his ACL, tore up his knee. It was never the same. It's like, okay, we're never doing this again. So we're stopping all of this. But then they still do it now, but it's not like... It's not as, it's not as like... 40-yard dash or like... Yeah. Who's like, who could run the fastest? Who, who can, can cut? Who can bench 225 the most? They used to do that. I remember uh, yeah. Larry Allen, Larry did, Allen it did it. Yeah. yeah. I don't forget how he did much 40, he, did. he did 43 times, I think. In the Pro Bowl. Really? Yeah. Didn't he like... Deadlift like 800 pounds once? No, he benched like 700 pounds. Huh? Yes. 700 pounds? He benched 700 pounds. I'm pretty sure. Good God. Yeah. You have anything else to talk about? I'm ready to end this podcast. Yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. This is the BA Podcast. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Like us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Um, tell your family. We, 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 don't, family. we don't have a Twitter. We don't have a Twitter. That's too hard. Yeah, it's too hard to do. Um, for those who, uh, yeah, I'll be doing you guys. I'll be uh, sending you guys the shirts out on Monday after the Super Bowl. For those who I have to ship out to. Specifically, Adam Alvisa, who's been bitching this entire time. <laughs> Trent, my shirt? Kravitz, uh, Rachel Tungle, and my boy Tommy Scriven. Your shirts are on the way, don't worry. And Matt Lorenz, if you ever tell me what your fucking address is. He hasn't that's an issue. That is, that's a big issue. Hey, where should I send the shirt? That doesn't matter. Oh, okay, really? But yeah. Like uh, have a nice Friday, guys. Go Rams. What?